Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite mask moms, Lori. Hi. Jennifer. Hello. And Juliana, that's me. So my favorite woohoo spooky season is coming to an end, and we decided what better way to end it than by inviting some of our fellow Disney podcaster friends to join us here as we share our favorite Disney lore, spooky stuff, uh, ghost stories, urban legends. Um, but before we get into it, of course, always the Mouska cocktail. So in honor of another one of our favorite guests, Ashley Kraft, um, who of course wrote the unofficial Disney Parks cookbook and now the unofficial Disney Parks drink recipe book, we're going to use one of her recipes from this new cocktail book for today's Mouska cocktail. So would it really be spooky season for Lori without some pumpkin spice thrown in there? So you're definitely going to want to try the pumpkin spice milkshake from Ashley's book. This is vanilla ice cream, milk, pumpkin syrup, whipped cream, and caramel sauce. What's mm. pumpkin syrup? I don't know. It's probably the same syrup they put in your pumpkin spice latte. Probably like that. I have yeah, that. like yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> okay. So. And I think you could probably add a little, I don't know, what would be good in here? Like bourbon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Try Maybe it. that'll be my drink for walking around trick-or-treating. <laughs> a milkshake <laughs> with bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, good to me. Trick-or-treat. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else walk around with alcoholic beverage while their kids are trick-or-treating? Are you kidding me? Oh, we, we used to, yeah, we used to like load up the radio flyer, be like, you don't get to sit yeah. in here, kids. That's the wagon for beer. <laughs> exactly. You walk. Classy. That's exactly. Like needs a seat. <laughs> well, now, now, now that we are fully loaded with our beverage in tow, without further ado, let's get some ghost stories and welcome our first guest. We have Jean Maney, who is uh, the the dude behind the magical lifestyle. Welcome. Thank you for Thank you for having us. me, ladies. My my favorite Mouska moms and Juliana. Gene <laughs> knows. That's actually Jean knows. Yeah. Halloween. Um, and if we're doing an entire episode that's dedicated to haunted Disney, we of course cannot neglect the biggest haunting, which is the haunted mansion. Um, so the haunted mansion is in several Disney themed parks throughout the world. Gene, uh, have you been to all of them? Have you been to some of them? Multiple? No. What, have, what have you been to? Just uh, California and Florida. I haven't yeah. been to anywhere else in the world yet. I got to get there, but I haven't been there yet. Bucket, bucket list goals. Can I, can I yeah. get all a tidbit about the Haunted Mansion? I'm sure all of you guys know, but it's the only ride in all the parks that's in a different land in each one. Wow, look at this trivia. Mm -hmm. See, where'd you, where'd this is why we keep from? her around. I believe I learned that from behind the attraction. And no, is there a Haunted Mansion? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I believe I learned yeah. that from believe behind so. the attraction. All right, so the Haunted Mansion might be the most common place in the Disney parks to see ghosts in general, other than those 999 happy haunts that have permanent residents. But did you know that we see so many ghosts there because it's widely known that crazy Disney's, other than us, crazy Disney fanatics, um, often like to go sprinkle the ashes of their loved ones no in that attraction, which is Yuck. really pretty disgusting. What? So much so that they even have like a special code word in the custodial staff where when um, this does happen, they come on the loudspeakers or whatever after the guests are ushered off and say HEPA, 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 because they need to use like this special HEPA filter to get rid of the ashes so that people are breathing in actual dead people. That fact made me gag a little bit. No, <laughs> I, breathe really dead I breathe dead people. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, a... there's probably nothing dangerous about it because it's ashes, right? Like you're not gonna yeah, get but it, it's a really it's disgusting, disgusting thought. It's, it's disgusting. a disgusting thought. Um, and I'm sure that's only the people that are caught doing this. And you have to think that, mm -hmm. I guess this happens so frequently, 
you have to think that there are some people who don't get caught and those ashes are actually sitting in there in the haunted mansion. So it's no surprise that there are like true ghost stories to come out of here. Um, the most popular ones are from California and from Walt Disney World. So let me tell you some of these stories. All right, I have to read some of this because I, I all right, there is, oh, so there is an urban legend out of the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World. The story goes that this really distraught mother uh, wanted to spread the, spread the ashes of her child, her son who had deceased. Um, his favorite attraction was the Haunted Mansion. So he, she showed up at the Haunted Mansion, sprinkled his acid, ashes, got away with it. Um, and now the legend has it that you can see a little boy running around through the different rooms of the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World. His favorite room to run, look at your faces. His favorite room to run around is the ballroom scene, but he also likes to play peekaboo every once in a while with the guests right at the exit. And a lot of times you can hear a little boy crying for his mom. I don't like it. I don't buy it. I don't buy that one. That's more sad than scary, I think. It's a little sad, but it's a little bit creepy. Like, there's nothing creepier. Juliana and I talked, or no, maybe it was Lori and I talked about it last year when we went to um, Universal for their haunted Halloween nights. Like, there's nothing creepier than creepy kids. I don't like creepy children. Look at her face. I don't Lori like doesn't. That. By the way, so in, in case our Rouska fans don't remember, Lori does not do scary. Nope. No, which like is really all. fun to do it with her. I love scary. Nope. No. All right. So, so this kid's whining for his mom over the centuries, whatever. This kid's whining for his mom over the centuries. So people have claimed to see him. Like there was one woman who said, she was sitting in her doom buggy and they were going along the ride and she kept seeing a little boy peering out. She even has pictures. So if you Google it, you can see her photographs. I'm doing it right now. And she said there were no kids online, like 20 people in front of her, 20 people behind her, and no kid got off the doom buggies in front of her. And she has pictures of a little boy like peering around the corner like that creeps me out knowing these stories mm, i yeah. feel like next time i go on this attraction i'm gonna freak out i don't know i don't like it i don't like i know you don't like yeah. it you don't like that, that, i don't like i don't like creepy children involved they just need to stay out <laughs> so you can apparently so here's another lore um apparently you can see ghosts in the haunted mansion in disney world without even going inside the attraction if you look up in the windows um you can see the shadows of the ghosts on the upper floors i guess on the upper floors there are i never pay attention to it at night but now i'm going to i guess at night on the upper floors there are candles in some of the windows and every once in a while you can see shadows of people passing by the windows and those are not special effects from Disney because they're not always there. It's just every once in a while. So see, if say. I saw that, I would just assume it was a special effect. Exactly. Probably. Me too. Yep. But it's not. All right. It's give a, me more. I need something haunted, more believable. Right. <laughs> All right. So Jean, you've been on the what haunted mansion. Right? Yeah, I know. I right. I let, do you not believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. I do. That's what's weird about my skepticism here. She just doesn't believe in your stories. Is well, what she how can you? How can <laughs> to be you, fair, like, they're not Jen's stories. They're not they're my other stories. Other wackadoo stories. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if you think about it, like that, literally, those that attraction is where you're most likely to see a ghost because that's where all the dead people's ashes are. So you don't think it's possible? I, yeah. I do. I 100% think it's possible. I want a cooler story. Jean, give me a cooler story. <laughs> we I, don't just have, a cool ghost. I don't have any, I don't have any ghost stories from Haunted Mansion. I've never, I've never experienced anything. I've always heard the same thing with the, with the ashes and stuff, but right? and it's, you know, and, and again, I believe in ghosts. I believe in like, to me, that's why I like all like the conjuring movies. And that's why those things freak me out because I think those things really happen. But um, but I've never seen anything at 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 haunted mansion. But um, I mean, I, I've I've had some ghost stories in other places, just not not there. Yes, Tell us please. a good one. Yeah, because Halloween. apparently okay. my ghost stories did not convince Juliana. So we need one well, of yours. 
Right. It's Halloween. These I aren't a story. story. This isn't a third person story. This is a first person story. So oh, I used no. to, um, I used to do security at a place. This is like maybe like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. No, more like, yeah, like 15 years ago. I used to do security at this, pl at this place. It was, um, it was like at a homeless shelter. I was the overnight guy that used to basically have to stay there in case there was any incidents with the residents. So, um, about 10 o'clock at night, you're supposed to go through the house, make sure everybody's in there, in their, you know, in their rooms. And then at midnight, you go and you make sure all the doors are locked for anyone that might have come in late. So I, I used to have this one, this routine. I'd go the hallway from the office. I'd make the right to the front door, make sure that's locked, walk into the living room, turn off the TV, walk around to, through the kitchen, and then walk out. And so I, I do all that stuff. And this is just one story. I have numerous stories at this place. I walked around all the way through. And you know, you know the um, you know how blenders have like that button that's hard to push in? Like it's usually like it feels like it's jammed like on a blender. So yeah. I, I walk through the kitchen as I'm, right? <laughs> as I'm well, because it's about a blender. I'm taking one step out of the kitchen back into the hallway and the blender turns on all by itself, all by itself. Nobody's downstairs for like two hours all by itself. So I proceed to that because in my head I'm thinking, okay, I already had other things that happened to you that were weird. So I proceed then to say, okay, I'm not going to let them know that I know that they, uh, that I know they're here. So I just go and I unplug it and act like nothing's wrong. I go back into the office and I used to sleep there. You sleep, you know, when you do the overnight shift, you'd sleep there. So I would always sleep with my radio in front of me so I could listen to like sports talk radio while I would go to sleep. And every morning I'd wake up and there would be the Ziploc. We used to have like boxes of Ziploc bags in the closet, which was like a, almost like a big cabinet. And every morning I'd wake up and there would be two boxes of Ziploc bags flanked on the radio. And meanwhile, the door was locked. So you couldn't get in. I only you can only get out. Like I just locked from the inside. Every morning I'd wake up and there'd be two boxes of Ziploc bags flanked on the stereo. Okay, I have two questions. And I, one. Go ahead. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take some questions. I think now. you'll get to that. I have a lot of questions, but I'm going to get them. <laughs> what were they trying to tell you? <laughs> and, I, don't, I, I don't know. And. You said every morning, like you went back after the first right. Time? Well, yeah, I, I work. <laughs> it was my job, so but and nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, in my face happened. Like you, you hear noises. Do you know the history of the building? Like, was there a death was, in there? Was was um, I don't know because it, it was basically like a big house uh, that was converted into like units for different, you know, for each family to have a room. And um, we need to look this up. Yeah, it was in, I'll tell you where it was. It was on Long Island and it was in Central Islip on Gibbs. Is it Gibbs Road? It was Gibbs something. I think it was Gibbs Road. And yeah, and so every morning I'd wake up and there'd be Ziploc bags. And then every once in a while, if you go out to the basement where there, we would go to get like the food to bring up for the residents, um, the cans would always be like tipped over and like knocked over. There'd be stuff like, you know, misplaced there. But, and you'd hear noises, but you'd, I, I never saw anything. But every single morning, the Ziploc Bags would be, and there's not, you know, I say about the bag, it's a, a, a the box is like a rectangle. It doesn't like it's, it's not like it's misshapen where it would tip over. They would be right on the, the table, right in front of me, one each beside the, the stereo. So every morning, so it wasn't scary, scary, the but there was, yep, every single morning. And then, like I said, but the one time the blender turned this on, ghost. Like, I, ignored you ignored it completely. Like you didn't acknowledge yeah. that they were doing this. That probably, nope, nope, nope. I was gonna wow. say, and how long so, did you continue to work there? <laughs> like six months i'd be done six months now nobody I, now there was once there was one story that i didn't see this firsthand but another person that worked there that told me she usually worked during the day said that before i had worked in that house that um there was uh, a family that used to like with the mom used to practice like voodoo or hoodoo or something like that like, like she had like all sorts of weird candles and she used to do like weird stuff and she had already been gone by the time i got there but you never know maybe she brought something into the house did so, any of the residents um, ever have any issues? Oh, yeah. Everybody would always complain like stuff was like missing or they, they used to blame people for going into their rooms and moving stuff. And it's like, but their doors like locked. We would only have the key. Only the only the staff would have keys. So they really couldn't. And it's not like staff was doing it. It was it was very, very weird. You'd go downstairs, like I said, and you'd go down into the basement where the, where the storage areas were and stuff where, you know, you left it somewhere like an hour ago. It would be like on the other side of the room. Weird stuff like that. Stuff used to move. You'd hear noises on the steps. It always sounded like somebody was walking on the basement steps. So that's interesting. I wonder if you stuff. had acknowledged it, if it would have stopped, or if it would have like gotten 
progressively like worse or he would have done more well, things. I'm always curious one thing about it that. only had it this one thing only happened to me one time. So I I would put on the radio. Sometimes I'd watch TV and I, so I'm laying on the on the the couch and I'm just laying on my back sleeping on the couch while I'm watching TV. And I'd say probably about 3:30, 3:45 or so in the morning. I woke up and I, I couldn't move. Like I like it's almost like my whole body felt like, you know, when your legs full of sleep, you can't move your legs or your arm full of sleep, you can't move your arms. Like just, it was like my whole body was like, I couldn't move. And I, same thing. I was just going to ignore it and just act like I was like, I, I, I think if I remember correctly, I actually just stopped trying to get it laid there. until I felt like my body came back to normal. Cause I was like, I'm not even letting them think I'm struggling right now. So I read I don't somewhere. Want them to know I know. I I did. I read somewhere that they do these things because they want to be acknowledged. I'm so into this. I so I feel like you like the psyche of the ghost. I like want to break down the psyche. Well, no, I want to see one. <laughs> so I think for sure the next time we're in the haunted mansion, especially if I'm in the doom buggy with Lori, because she doesn't like kids. Uh, well, not kids, but like ghost kids. <laughs> Scary children. <laughs> Scary children. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like talk to the haunted mansion and be like, I know you're here. Come on out. No, we got this. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I'm gonna wait for like a little. I think boy. that's a good idea. Right. Jensen, and I'm gonna have my camera board. at the ready. And I'm gonna wait for a little boy to peer nope. around the doom buggy and be like, Wah! Jen's gonna bring her Ouija board on the haunted mansion <gasps> next time she oh, can goes. Can we do that? I don't so have now, one, but now I'm not going with you anymore. Now I understand, Jean, why you were so skeptical well, of, of these haunted mansion stories. Instead. I mean, I'm not skeptical. I think they could definitely be true. But mine, like I said, I actually like, like I actually have a ghost story. I've always believed in ghosts even before that, just because just it just makes sense to me, you know. But right? like that's I'll watch all those like ghost adventures. I'll when they, they put them on all day, I'll binge watch them all day. Although now that I'm in Florida and I live alone, I don't watch anything scary. <laughs> No, I so when I'm home and my and I and I'm, and I'm at home in New York with my I I watch uh, like ghost adventures and stuff. But when I'm in Florida, I watch nothing scary because I live alone in Florida. So I don't I sleep with a nightlight on. I keep the TV on all night. When I'm in New York, I can watch whatever I want because I have there's people in the house. So I'm not scared. But when I'm home, yeah. Yeah, I'm scared of the dark man. So the the ghosts will get them when first I'm out here. before before they get you. Like when, you get murdered. Well, first. I can outrun them. <laughs> I can outrun them. I mean, my I see my, my daughter's goes. not that fast. <laughs> and, and my dog Zoe's got my back. My dog's, I always feel safe when I'm next to my German Shepherd. Well, I feel like dogs have a so. sixth sense about those things. So you never know. We used to have a chihuahua that used to just like stare off into the corner. Like he was and like growl at the corner of the room and he would be there. See? Weird stuff. But I know my house can't be haunted, but weird stuff. Could be. So. You never know. Don't, you someone, never know. Someone could be visiting you. I totally believe in, in all that stuff. But to your point, Andy, my husband used to travel a lot, a lot for work. And when I had infants, I would be up in the middle of the night with them. And I would watch like celebrity ghost stories. And I'd call him in the middle of the night because he'd be in another time zone. And he'd be like, why are you awake? Like, I can't sleep. You have to stop watching that stuff. Celebrity. Uh, that's not one I've heard of. Celebrity ghost stories. It was on, like, Discovery or one of that family of channels. Was it, like, dead celebrities or celebrities who have been visited by ghosts? ghosts. Oh. Like, uh, but dead like celebrities <laughs> would have been funnier. <laughs> it, I think yeah. that that's a future podcast episode dead celebrities dead celebrities they should incorporate them into the haunted mansion throw some dead celebrities in there that would be awesome yes all yes. of a sudden one of the bosses yeah. of the grim grinning ghosts is like i don't know hey it's elvis ted dancing first name that popped into my head he's not dancing dead ted, ted dances. <laughs> no he's still with us Ted <laughs> Dance is still alive. This podcast is going no Did you just There's billions of people Juliana could have chose. She went with Ted Danson. Like, yes, he's still alive. I just watched that show. What was that Guys, show? When the internet blows up that Ted Danson right? is dead, you'll know how many listeners it's, we it's, have. Yep. I'll tell you what's I, gonna be really, really messed up is if the man dies like the next day or so. Right. It's probably Juliana's fault for putting it out in the universe. Everything is her fault, which is why her position is open for filling. <laughs> anyway, haunted Disney. 
<laughs> All right. So Halloween and Disney. You've been to Disney during Halloween, I imagine. Best yes. favorite parts, best stories, best things to do. Well, I mean, I I, I didn't do Boobesh this year just because I was in and out of town with just going back to New York and back and forth. But um, Mickey's Not So Scary was always like a must do a couple of times a year. Um, that's the one time every year that we like, all right, we have to always go for late October hands every year late october we always go at least that one time um and then other times of the year every other year would be like different times of year but it was always uh october i also think next year is going to be more like it's the normal festivities i think still this year they were still coming out of it i think there's still yeah. question marks about well where will we be as a country because think about it, when they plan these events they plan these you know they saw planning them as the last one closed so i'm sure they started planning this like last winter how they're going to do it and they probably didn't know where they were going to be what they were going to be allowed to do so it's probably watered down. I feel like it's watered down for that reason. Like some people I know blamed yeah. it on on the money and this now. I think it was more watered down because they were like, all right, well, we don't know what the world's gonna look like in October. But I think once we get out of this and by next year, I think you're gonna see more like how it used to be with Mickey's not so scary. Um, whether I they call it Boobash so. still or comes up with something different, I don't know. But the performers will definitely be back by then, I gotta imagine. Um yeah, so I, I, think so. I think they'll have more interactive stuff. I mean, we're seeing so, that anyway with the 50th with you guys. You said the welcome welcome show came back. So that's that's positive. That's that's a good sign. Yep. So hopefully. Yes. So another important question. Adults in costume. Yay or nay? <laughs> Listen, I get why they why they don't allow it during the day because they don't need someone dressed up like Cinderella, you know, you know, mouthing off to a kid and then it looks like they did it. So I get it. Um, I think it, when you're at the after hours event, I think it's I think it's perfectly fine. I mean, I don't personally dress up, but <laughs> but that's because I'm boring and lame. So I call myself a Halloweeny. <laughs> I love Halloween and all things Halloween, and I like to wear cute shirts like the adorable one I'm wearing today that says "Hey there, pumpkin," and it's got a little Mickey Jack o' Lantern on it, like. A little tiny one like i like stuff like that i'll wear the ears i'll do it all but i'm not gonna put on a costume no i was gonna say i'll put on like it shirts like the ones that you know kind of like i saw somebody walking around like winnie the pooh like she had yellow on with like a red top on top i'll do so like bounding yes i'll do but i would only top. bound mm -hmm. on like for a party i would i agree with Lori. i would i would disney bound but not on a regular party. no i would disney bound if i were going to mickey's not so scary or boobash yeah if i had time to plan something or if somebody energy. planned yeah. it for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you need the job you need and you know what i do too is I, I was I was saying, and you know what I do too is I don't do like if I do have to dress up for something like everyone's like everyone else is going to be dressed up and then I look like the the weirdo if I'm not dressed up. I always yeah. dress up and stuff like I think the last three Halloweens I went as Bob Ross the painter because I have a beard, so I just put like <laughs> this big wig on and I wear a button down shirt and I hold an easel or not an easel a uh, palette and that's it. So <laughs> those are easy like those like it's basically like regular clothes but a wig so with an afro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always want to do like a group bounding, but I can't come up with anything that's like not gonna be an, a whole lot of effort. <laughs> I got too much going on in my life. Well, I think next year is our year, girls. We gotta right, do start it. Planning maybe we're maybe we'll all be Bob Ross. <laughs> that's very Disney. That's very Disney. That is. <laughs> Anyway, Jean, thank you so much for joining yeah. our chaos. Please tell our listeners where we can find you. Oh, you can find us on Instagram at the magical lifestyle. It's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Uh, you can find me on the Disney Underground podcast. It's on Instagram as well, the Disney Underground, all one word. Um, we actually are really soon going to be launching uh, our YouTube. So we'll be actually in conjunction with the, with the YouTube channel. And uh, so we have a whole new cast for that. That's going to be a lot of fun to stuff that's going to be live stuff that's going to be pre-recorded and uh yeah we got a lot going on i think this between now and the new year you're going to see us kind of do a couple more projects and stuff so which i'd love to have you ladies on too well jen and laurie for sure yeah but um <laughs> but, you know, we'll... but i look forward to seeing what else you do because we, yes. we enjoy having you very very much all yes oh uh, you guys you, you girls are a blast um um but yeah oh listen a, i'm always i'm always down to come on and you guys you guys will be on my on. Uh, you, we're, we have an interview with you girls that will be on um, probably in the next couple of weeks. So uh, look forward to to let you guys know the date on that. And uh, yeah, just a couple other things going on. We'll, I'd love to invite you to some more stuff. 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. All right, let's welcome Ryan Wright from the Disney Inside Out podcast. Yay! Hello, hello. thank you for having me. So nice to have you. So as you know, we are talking about Halloween at Disney today and Haunted Disney in particular because we love a good ghost story. How about you? I love ghost stories and I love Halloween at Disney. So this is absolutely perfect. Perfect. It's like the happiest thing for me because Halloween's my favorite holiday. It's Jen's favorite holiday. Combine that with Disney, my other favorite thing. It is not Lori's favorite holiday. No, sorry. I shook my head. I forgot for people who are listening. Not my favorite holiday. It is whatever. I'll eat some candy and call it a day. But oh. when you when you put it with Disney, it becomes bah, humbug. <laughs> That's a different holiday. Yeah, yeah. bah humbug. <laughs> So we're talking about specific Disney legends and lore around hauntings and, and Halloween and stuff like that. And this one is going to be about the Pirates of the Caribbean, which, as we all know, is Jen's favorite attraction to begin with. It is. I love it. So um, apparently when it was being built back in the 70s, I don't remember exactly what year, but that's not important. There was a welder who named George. And he died in an accident while working on this ride. It's said that the attraction is haunted by him. No one has seen him, but um, cast members are said to report hearing mysterious footsteps or I'm getting chills on this one. Phone calls to the control room when no one is on the line, glimpses of him on ride monitors. The fact that cast members report this is what really gets me. Like, it gives it more credibility for me. But apparently, he mainly hangs out in the burning town scene. And guests say that sometimes they feel an extra chill on this part of the ride. And I am thinking back now. <laughs> I think I felt an extra chill on that part of the ride. Right? I really do. And I now really we know do. why. Yeah. I'm going to pay attention next time. Um, apparently, his other favorite hangouts, too, so we can see, is um, near the Pirate with the Pigs. I can't mm -hmm. say I've, I've, I've got an association with that one. And under the bridge, my favorite part of the ride, which is under the bridge with the pirate who's got his leg hanging down. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I remember, I've said this before, I remember riding that part of the ride for the very first time and being amazed by how real the man's leg hair looked. Right? Yeah. It's unbelievable. But uh, George, um, oh, and also near the door with the dog and the keys, which is also another famous spot on the ride, right? These are like some of the most iconic spots. So George likes to be where the action is, apparently. But he's a prankster, prankster and he likes attention. And apparently at each new shift change, each new shift change, like every single one. Yeah. This is crazy. They say that... Um, uh, they say good morning to George and uh, over the PA. And at the end of the day, they say good night to George. Um, I just, that's, that's so, this one, this one feels like a legit ghost story. I, was say, to I feel like I want to go talk with the cast members now, next time we're there. Yeah. And, right? and I love that they have these superstitions, guests that both just need to be acknowledged. And then they're all good. So right. I that like this is totally credible to me that so they're acknowledging more, George. There's more to it because if they forget to acknowledge George, mm -hmm. they say if they forget to say good morning and good night to, to George or whatever, that the next day or that day he'll that the ride will malfunction a lot. And even more so if a guest says they don't believe in George, I'm literally getting goosebumps this time. <laughs> if, if a guest says they don't believe in George. The, while on the ride, the ride will then experience an extended breakdown is what, what people mm. have reported. Ryan is nodding because you've heard all this before. I'm nodding because I'm just, I'm feeling you. It's it, This one <laughs> feels like a credible ghost story in Disney because there's a lot of them that are just, oh, there's a ghost here, there. But this one I feel like has the most details around it. Um, and I do, yeah, I, I've heard about if they don't say good morning to George, the ride will break down for the day. If they don't say good night, then they'll come in the next morning and the ride will be moving. Some things will be moving that we're not supposed to be moving. I've heard that. And I'm curious about the cast members. Like, I haven't personally spoken to a cast member about it, but I've heard people do. And different cast members will go into different details. And I'm curious, like, what the cast members can share or do they share how much are they supposed to share because you know you can read a lot about this 
this ghost story and like, did it really happen? Did someone really die building the ride? We can probably get into the, you know, reality of if that really happened. But I'm just curious, the cast members, like, what are they taught? Like, is this part of like, you know, the Disney um, classes that they take to be like, hey, someone may ask you about this ghost story and here's what you can say. Or did they show up to their first shift and, and the, the guy who's passing the baton says, all right, just so you know, say hi to George and say goodbye to George and we'll be all good. Yeah. <laughs> like what, That's you know? It's, orientation day one. Orientation, yeah. What an orientation. I don't know if I would be freaked out if I showed up to my first day of work and people were like, all right, so there's a ghost here, but it's all cool. Cause all you have to do is say hi to him and then he'll leave you alone. <laughs> like, yeah. I would love it. Right? I would love it. I've heard too that I don't know if you've spoken about Haunted Mansion, the ghost there, but the little boy ghost. I don't know. Yeah. If but they also say sometimes the little boy ghost goes into pirates. And I don't know details about crossover. that. But I've heard. Yeah. A crossover. Crossover. A crossover, a crossover. A crossover ghost. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Ryan, we did talk. So that's the story that we spoke with Jean about, our friend Jean. Um, we kind of didn't buy that that story as much no. as this haunted right. mansion story. I I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Is it I, weird? I, is it weird that I'm kind of happy that the story that the boy is crossing over to the pirates? Because now I'm like, oh, now you're not stuck on haunted mansion. Now <laughs> he's also going on other attractions. Throughout the, the little night. boy gets to ride multiple attractions. Right, it makes Disney. me a little happier. Yeah, nobody like, wants a nobody wants a sad little boy ghost. No. He's got uh-huh. the Disney Plus genie app, and he's like, "Now's the best time to ride pirates." Someone someone didn't say hi to my friend George, so the ride is down now. So yeah, right? I'll stay put. That's interesting. I do. Yeah. I like must... that crossover. Yeah, very nice. So I guess there's another pirate story over in Disneyland as well. Ooh. Right. Okay. So there's a little haunted urban legend. I've that, actually that heard one. heard this one. I don't know if it's much of as a legend as I've actually heard this is true. I think this one was also from behind the attraction. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's share. <laughs> yes. All right. So in 1967, at the time of uh, construction of the ride, the um, Imagineers thought that the fake skeletons that were available to them weren't realistic enough. Shocking, right? Disney wants as lifelike and realistic as possible. So they actually purchased real skeletons from the UCLA Medical Center to use as props. I don't know what rules were in 1967, but having been in many a hospital morgue in my life, they're not just doling out bones, but maybe, maybe because it's attached to a university and they're doing cadavers and stuff like that. Maybe they actually did anyway, but as time passed, um, and fake skeletons became more advanced. So they replaced the real bones with fake props. But apparently, <laughs> I guess publicly it said that um, all the real skeletons have been replaced, but some say that they still remain. And most notably would be the skull on the headboard in the treasure room that um, wow. people think is showing real decay and aging because it's actual organic matter. I'm curious because you would think with the bones that ghost stories would be attached. Yeah, I don't. I had not. I did not know that about Disney. I did not know that Disneyland story. And and this one is verified. This one actually, and the other one are both verified. Like you can find news articles about a guy named a welder named George who died right. constructing this attraction in Walt Disney World, and you can find um, information online about UCLA donating these these skeletons so oh, so they really did so they really did yeah, and i'm wondering like how question. how do you sign up for that gig like all right all right medical school you can uh, use me as a cadaver only oh. if <laughs> i then wind up on a on a disneyland attraction <laughs> I yeah. would get that put on the back of my driver's license. I'm like, right? I'm an organ donor. I'm also a bone donor to any yeah. Disney attraction. But only to Disney. But okay. only to Disney. I yeah. don't do like Universal or Six Flags. Only Disney exclusively <laughs> has the rights to my bones. I mean, a, six, a six Flags donor yeah, versus no, a Disney a donor. <laughs> but I might donate my bones to like a uh, wand at Hogwarts or something. That might be oh, cool. that would be fun. Someone has a wand made of you. I guess. <laughs> my heart's That's weird. weird. No. <laughs> oh, but bones in pirates isn't weird. No. But, but like, you can oh, see like a wand. I don't like it. 
They're I don't like think that legit... they used human innards for wands in Harry Potter. It was all like dragons How and did we stuff get like that. The... There are like diehard fans who believe this stuff and they've taken photographs of that particular skull from 1967 versus today and laid it on top. And it's the same one. It's really the same one. So it makes it makes you wonder. But, but it, does it look like it's decayed? It looks like it's decayed, like the way it should be decayed after all these years. It's really interesting. But That's no nice. ghost stories coming out of there, which really surprises me, yeah. considering all the bones this one's just like creepy not well, ghosty. It's prob there's probably no ghost stories because whosoever bones that are pretty happy yeah right, I, I, yeah. To, right? they're just like that. hey i'm on pirates for the rest of this this is good for eternity though and every once in a while johnny depp shows up right so. right well right, maybe right, not right. anymore maybe yeah. not anymore you're yeah, right that's, and then you can now. that's a whole other podcast yeah 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 oh poor johnny anyway so what do you think do you think these legends are hold any water ryan what do you think about these i mean the disneyland one I, they both sound like real legitimate stories like i would i believe both of them i i mean i i the disneyland bone bones one i just like again i don't know what like we said we don't know what the laws were then i find it weird that they would just give you bones that you could put in a theme park <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, Disney, Disney had a lot of pull and Disney makes the impossible happen. So if they wanted bones, I'm right. sure. I want to know if the people who, who's like family members, if they're the like loved ones of the bones know like, hey, my da dad's over in Pirates. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did they get like a lifetime, you know, did admission? Right. I <laughs> guess they should. I'm just here to visit dad. Yeah, I'm just here to see my dad in the final scene. It's Pirates. like I tell my kids, though. Once you donate something or give something to someone, it's not up to you what they do with it. So Choose wisely. Choose wisely. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the Disney World ghost story with George, I did see a photo. I forget when it was taken years ago. I'll have to find it and I'll share it with you. But a girl took a picture, like a selfie on Pirates, right when you go through the mist, like in the beginning. Yes. And in between her and her friend, the mist, it looks like a face. And she was like, is this George? Even though that's not a place where they have said, but it kind of, it. you have to like open your mind to this photo, but you're like, oh, is that a face in between them? So that's another, you know, sort of example of like, oh, is it real? Is George really there? Oh, I really want to see this picture now. I'm Googling ghost in the mist pirates. of. Uh... <laughs> I really want to see, I really want to see George just like yeah. in the haunt. I want to see the little boy in the haunted mansion. No. So Lori's going to sit in the doom buggy with me next time. And we're going to conjure up the ghost of the yep. little boy. And then mm -hmm. we're going to all three of us, all four of us, Ryan, you're coming too. We're going to, we're going to go to pirates and we're going to call George. We're going to bring our Ouija boards and whatever we I, need to I do. Say, I have no problem seeing George. I don't do creepy children we're staying away from from the other child we can we can see george the right. nameless child i think i read child. too that george and um that he that women tend to feel more presence of george than men that george like they're like oh i felt like a tap on my back or like i thought i had read that during the ride too that they were like it seems to be women seem to be more uh, attuned to it or or george you know george you know, likes women he likes women <laughs> i guess <laughs> Or doesn't, and that's why he like. Yeah, it was us the seventies. I mean, he could have liked anybody. That's true. Exactly. It's true. God love George. Um, I'm looking at the picture. I googled it. The picture in the mist. What do you think? Oh, it's a stretch. It's, yeah, it's, it's a stretch. stretch. I don't know if there are a lot of pictures. I know that there are a lot of pictures of this little boy in the Haunted Mansion, but I don't know if there are a lot of pictures of George or if it's just like a feeling or like um creepy like not even creepy but he's mischievous mm -hmm. so i don't know if it's just the feeling Wouldn't of george you for a while i mean you're saying you're stuck on the same ride at some point you gotta keep yourself yeah, entertained absolutely right. i love george for that <laughs> i love george he's maybe george can bring the mermaids back to pirates because i do uh, miss the mermaids yes Those we're good those yeah, were good. So, I mean, this is my favorite attraction in all of Disney. So I'm, I was really excited to read these stories. And next time you go on, you should con conduct a seance. Yeah. Oh, you know it. 
I'm doing oh, no. it. I'm burn, burning incense. Right? <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think you want to do that. Is that frowned upon? <laughs> probably never be invited back. Right. It might be. We house. are not endorsing that at yeah. all. No, no, no Ouija boards either. That's creepy. No. Yeah. No. All right. Do you Fine. have, Ryan, any favorite um Disney related Halloween memories or Ooh, well I for years was going every year to the not so scary Halloween party, dressing up like, you know, Batman and Robin or an incredible or Harry Potter, which I know is not Disney. I did Peter Pan, but I love to go. And I, the Halloween parade is my favorite parade that Disney does. Yeah. What is it? Boo to you. Boo to you. It is so great. Uh, I love this, the song, the music. I always love to get like, you know, Casey's hot dogs and sit and watch the parade um those are probably like my favorite memories is, is the halloween party and and getting to see the characters i once waited forever to meet all seven dwarves that was probably one of my favorite memories because you know oh. they only bring them out like for special events like that yeah and so to get to be with all seven dwarves was overwhelming but also amazing really how cool. long did you have to wait and how much time did you have with them so the wait time, this was my only thing about the party, and it's why I chose not to do the boo bash, even though there's no character meet and greets right now. The thing I didn't like about the parties was that the lines were so long to meet some of the characters. And Seven Dwarfs was probably like over an hour, an hour and a half at least. And you spend a lot of the party time in line to do that. And then your photo is kind of like, hey, go in. And because there were seven of them, I couldn't like talk to every single one or, or real, you know, you kind of had just me and pick your favorites. Like, hi, hi, hi. And then stop, take your photo. And then, you know, and I always feel this pressure to be quick because the line's long, but I'm like, well, wait, what about my time? What about right. me? I waited in this line. I get my couple minutes. Hey. Yeah, I know. But, but there's always that pressure, right? Yeah. You feel mm -hmm. bad. Like we seven were... dwarfs was definitely one that I would wait for a hundred percent. Seven Dwarfs and Jack and Sally tend to be mm -hmm. the, the longest at the Halloween party, but um, but worth it because they're the, at least the the Jack and Sally interactions are really stellar. Yeah, the Seven Dwarfs are great. I mean, they don't speak, but you know. Yeah, it, but yeah, I would. I've never done that. I've never. I've never had. Um, I've never met the Seven Dwarfs. So it's I think great. It was worth it because now I have this photo, and I'm like, it's something that won't probably. Ha you know, I don't know if that'll happen again, you know, so I hope so. Right. So you're all about we've, we've been asking, you know, on Halloween costumes on adults at Disney. And so I think I don't have to ask you that because you're in the yay camp, it sounds oh, like I'm in the over yay camp, like <laughs> you absolutely should. And when people come to me, and they're like, I don't know, I feel weird, or I'm going and I don't have kids. I'm like, you will actually feel more weird not dressed up because everybody else around you will be dressed. See? So I Ryan, you need to go with Jen because Jen is yay camp and me and Julianne are like, meh. I mean, I could be convinced to, to we've said this, to Disney bound at a party, yeah. right? Yeah. Not full okay. costume, but I have two questions. Wait, 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 two questions. One is, well, two statements. The first one is <laughs> when I need an idea for a certain number of people to do a related character situation for costumes, I'm going to call you because okay. <laughs> I can never come up with anything good. Yeah. The other thing is, and this is the question, some of those costumes look so terribly uncomfortable. Like I look at people, like you said, you did Peter Pan. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was you, but I've seen a Peter Pan in the park. And I thought that man must be so hot. It depends on. So, yes, I agree. You have to think about the weather and think about, OK, do I want to wear this for hours? Do I want to ride things in it? Because some people get outfits and it's like, oh, I have to sort of dismantle myself to be able to ride something. <laughs> and you don't want that. Peter Pan, I thought, was actually the coolest because it was just this very light tunic and I had shorts and the tights and it was just it felt very light. But I also kind of made it myself. I didn't buy a costume because some of the store-bought ones are hot. Like or felt or sweatshirt, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say this here in front of all of our listeners. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> next year, we are going to Mickey's Not So Scary because I firmly believe it will be back. It will. And Ryan is going to dress us. Okay. Um, you, you might want to ask ideas. Ryan first. Oh, Ryan knows. <laughs> Ryan is going to love it. I think I could come up with a group costume that would appeal to 
to to Jen's, you're wanting to dress up, but also Lori and Julia not feeling like you're completely dressed up, but you're in a unique outfit that people will stop and be like, oh my God, the Mouska Moms costume this year was amazing. Amazing. We're All doing right. it. We We're doing it. You heard it here, Jen folks. Is so excited. We got a Halloween stylist. Because last year, all we did was wear the Sanderson sisters' face masks. We each yeah. had a different face mask. And, and this cool year, too. we didn't do anything. We didn't even, did we wear our ears? I think no, we wore but Halloween in fairness, ears. In no. fairness, we went to Boobash on like October, August 27th. I mean, yeah. There was and not no even, time. it was like August 10th. Yeah, it was a lot earlier than that. It was, really, <laughs> it was really early. But that is really true because we, I mean, I love people watching during Halloween because yeah. it's, amazing to see how creative people are but Juliana's right we saw it was it wasn't necessarily the Peter Pan one but Smee was there and I was sweating for him and Captain Hook oh Captain Hook. my goodness between the wig and the long like ruffly sleeves and I, I that man must have been so uncomfortable but what a trooper because he did not show it one bit Cool to watch. Lots of Cruellas were out this year from the movie. That was always fun. But again, like this is why Ryan is going to dress us because he's thinking about all these things. So, yeah. <laughs> and it might not be that your characters, you might just be something Disney that I've seen people go as like their favorite Disney trash can, but not actually the trash can, <laughs> just the colors, the images, and you and you look at them, and even if they're like in a dress, you're like, oh my god, they're the trash can from Tomorrowland, or that you know, like they do it. So there's a way to dress up where you still feel like I'm not in a costume costume, but I'm presenting a Disney idea or character or ride, and people love that. We all need to go as trash next year. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll we'll go as Pirates of the Caribbean, and I'll be George. Be the ghost from the ride. <laughs> That's a skeleton. great idea. Lori, you're going to be a little boy. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lori's going to be traumatized. By no. This. She's never, never going to go on a ride with me again. I'm, I'm not quick. going on that ride right now. It's not happening. This has been fun. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for next Halloween already. Right? Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. We're going to do it. Absolutely. Um, ho yeah. Halloween's one of my favorites. Disney is one of my favorites. So like I said, putting them together and I'm it's a perfect. Yes. So Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Where can our listeners find you at? Oh, yes. So I've got a podcast called Disney Inside Out Podcast. It's wherever you listen to podcasts, search it there, you'll find it. You can also find it on Instagram, Disney Inside Out Podcast as well. Give us a follow, listen. Um, I'm working on the season two right now. So all of season one is out and then I'll be releasing season two hopefully within the next month or so. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so much, much for joining thank us. Thank you for having Thanks, me. Ryan. I had a great time. Let's bring on our next guest, husband and wife team, Jenny and Trent from the Disney DNA podcast. Welcome, guys. Thanks Hi. for having us. Hello. Thank you. Glad to be here. I, I love this. I, I love hanging out with fellow Disney podcasters and just sharing our, our passions with others. It's always good to have more uh, Disney crazies <laughs> all in one room together, so to speak. Exactly. Virtually, right? Yes. Yes, virtually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as with the other ones, we are going to talk about all things, I guess, ghosts and legends. Um, and we saved one of the biggest ones for you guys. Um, so one of the biggest, or I guess I should say the most famous of all ghosts would be Walt Disney himself. So there's a lot of stories floating around. Um, one of them being a pretty big claim from a custodial staff in Disneyland. Walt Disney were, or Walt Disney has a office up on top of the firehouse station in Disneyland. And they now leave the light on continuously. Um, the story behind it is the custodial staff used to turn the light off during the nighttime and they turned it off, came downstairs, looked back to find that the light turned back on. So then they went back upstairs, turned it off, unplugged it, came back downstairs and still found, found the light on. They also, uh, the custodial staff that went up there also said that they heard a voice that possibly could be Walt himself saying, I'm still here. So that just gave me chills. I know. <laughs> I love that. I hope this one is true. This right. one's my favorite. How about you guys? 
I love it. I've heard this for years and I think it would be awesome. I mean, because for me, I mean, I love Walt, but just knowing that that could have been him and just, I don't know, just passing through and just, I would be fanning, but, but not really like scared, but just like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it is a great story. I think it, if, if it is true, it's super sweet that he's still there and his, you know, a lot of people say when they go, especially to Disneyland and our main street, they can feel his presence. And I feel like I am a believer in good and bad spirits. I believe there's more good than the bad. And I believe that a little bit of him is still around. And, you know, whether he's turning the light on or not, that's one thing or another. But just the fact that the feeling everybody gets when they're there, I think he's still here. I think this one is really characteristic of him, too, because, you know, they say he was, you know, totally opposite from Roy, where Roy was like the wallflower, um, Walt was such an extrovert and he liked nothing more than to stand in front on Main Street greeting his guests. And that's why the partner statue is there, that he's looking out to all of his guests and greeting them and welcoming, welcoming them into the park. So I feel like this story is totally characteristic of like Walt still making it known like, yeah, I am here. Yep. I'm watching. I'm keeping an eye on you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think that feeling of nostalgia and Walt's presence is especially true and present at Disneyland in Anaheim, yeah. too, because, you know, that was the one that he really got to see through to the end and his his real baby. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm team Orlando, but, but that's the special <laughs> thing about <laughs> I am. But that's the but I, but I love Disneyland. And that's the special thing about that part, too, that that is where his actual apartment that he kept was. And I want to know because they have reopened it for day tours, right? Yes. I want to know how many people are now seeing and hearing him as they tour through. Is he still, he wasn't, was he, a, he wasn't really a trickster, right? I mean, he liked to have fun, but. No, I think he was a narcissist though. And I think he wants to, <laughs> I think he wants to know that everybody's still thinking about him and enjoying his park. So I think he's totally sitting up there, making sure we keep the light on for him. And I love it. Yeah. And I can see him saying like, I'm still here. Like, uh, hello, I am still here. Like, why are you turning the light off? I'm right here. You know, when, cause I've heard this before and when I've heard it, I, I can see him, you know, even in the past working late and people not realizing him being in his office and turning the light off and yelling like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm back I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I like this better than the other urban legend of him actually so that's with his uh you know head being underneath the uh the castle and all that kind of stuff like come on people i'm okay yeah. right yeah. so so yeah. what, <laughs> what trent is talking about is that there's rumors that upon his death in what 66 yeah. That he was cryogenically frozen, parts yeah, of his body yeah. are under different attractions, yada, yada, yada. First of all, did they have cryogenics in 66? That's no. number one. No, no. but yeah. to be fair, I think the whole thing was that, you know, he came up with all this new engineering and all this new technology that they're like, well, of course he came up with that. It was cryogenics, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think his daughter actually came out and refuted this one publicly yeah, because it made yeah. her so mad. <laughs> you know how people will bury uh, at the cornerstone of their house when they're building it, they will bury a good luck charm or a family momentum. So maybe the engineers were like, look, the cornerstone <laughs> of every new attraction, we're going to put just a little bit of vault and then, then <laughs> literally a little bit of vault. Like a finger joint and then a finger <laughs> joint. Like, we'll just really make them laugh. <laughs> wow. so cornerstone of every attraction from then until now there might be a little actual piece of vault buried underneath there yep. i'm just saying i i'm not creeped out by that i love it actually, i'm a little grossed out <laughs> actually in fact i'm not gonna walk by the cornerstone of the attraction anymore i'm gonna go through the side door yeah. <laughs> just to avoid little pieces yeah. of vault i'm gonna bring my sage and start staging the cornerstones the front entrances to every Thing. Well, don't do that because then I'm afraid he won't come back to his little apartment above the firehouse. We'll and I that love fine. Okay. That was built before he passed away. This is, you know, death on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. 
That's fair. <laughs> wow. If this wasn't a Halloween episode, I'd be worried for us right now. <laughs> this, is, this is great that we invite people on our podcast to like be really weird. <laughs> Trent told me the topic and I'm like, spooky season? I've been celebrating this for months now. <laughs> Bring it on, everybody. Yeah. Right. So do you guys have any spooky Disney stories you can share with us? You know, I've never experienced anything there personally. I do feel like there are spirits at Disney World for the main reason that people bring their families ashes. And I just, I don't like that. I, I am, you need to keep your person's body together or just throw it all into a lake or something where it's all together. Because I do believe those with unfinished business, how are they going to finish their business? If a little bit of them's in Florida and a little bit of them's here and a little bit of them's there. But I mean, I've never personally seen anything that I'm like, oh, what's that? I just believe everything is like Disney voodoo magic. So maybe <laughs> I did see something and I'm just like, that's it. That was an Imagineer. He put that there for a reason. Right. Right. Or, exactly. I mean, ghosts can go wild at Disney because we'll yeah. all just think it was intended. Yeah. yeah. Right? Especially the Haunted Mansion because that is the Haunted Mansion. I mean, the whole point of it is ghosts. Like, who's to say there's not a ghost in one of the portraits that we're seeing when the lightning flashes that that's not actually a ghost being like boo what's up i'm here you know <laughs> it could be like a thing or one of the ghosts in the ballroom that could be a husband and wife just having a night out we don't know <laughs> not pepper's ghost right so all right so i'm gonna say with the ashes thing if you ever hear uh, code hepa then you have a problem because there is an ash yes. problem so for me Story-wise, I don't have any personally, but I can tell you one thing that I really felt on our last trip during Flowering and Garden was on Pirates of the Caribbean. There is that scene where it's all burning and everybody's being chased around in circles. Well, there's another kind of a legend or I'm like going to call it an urban legend, but there was something about there was a guy that was working on the boat. George. Yep, this is George. And uh, I seriously have felt like something weird in that scene that that always kind of happens in that one area. I mean, I had like chill bumps like like down my arms, well, you know. So you know, was it George? I don't know. When a spirit is around though, the temperature does drop. And it's always cool right there for a reason. So I don't know. You know, is it George or not? Disney voodoo magic or George? <laughs> I don't know. I think this is pretty good evidence that our story of George is true. So thank you for verifying that. Right. We spent a lot of time talking about him. I love George. But they do it twice a day. So it's good morning, George, and good night, George. So yes. You know, that's, that's, yeah, there's a reason there is. A All reason. right. Well, you've heard it here, folks. George is real. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us about, um, you know, we talked about haunted Disney, but let's bring it back to Halloween Disney because this is my favorite time of year. So what are your favorite memories, favorite things to do for Halloween Disney wise? We've actually never spent, uh, we've never been to Disney World during Halloween. We like the we Christmas. like the colder because we're from Louisiana and like, I don't know, I just don't want to go on vacation and sweat. <laughs> always like, you know, we have the traditional night. We watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. We watch a lot of the Disney Halloween movies. Uh, is it Hubie Halloween? Was that Christmas? I mean, no, was that Disney? terrible. No, but yeah. oh, it was yeah. so funny. I don't remember what we watched it on. But that's moved to the list. You know, our kids have gone with a lot of Disney themed. I've made Tinkerbell. I've made uh, the Blue Fairy. We've been Princess Tiana. We've been Woody. We've been Buzz Lightyear. I love the Blue Fairy. You never hear that one. That one's awesome. Yeah. Yes. One year, Brooklyn was the Blue Fairy. And I think Sophia was Buzz Lightyear. And I'm like, that's your personalities, you know, wrapped up in costumes. But a lot of our Disney Halloween traditions have come from spending time together watching the the movies especially nightmare before christmas because she's That's a my huge favorite. jack and sally fan yes has a purse and wallet and we just got some yes. new things for our door for oh, they're so to celebrate cool. that i love them i yeah. flip and love them have, have I, you ever um, gotten to meet jack and sally no that's like if Bucket i ever get to meet them <laughs> i just i might i'm not an emotional person at all um i don't cry during any of the shows i don't i'm just not that person 
I've Me never neither. gotten super excited <laughs> to meet the character. I, but I'm like, if I ever meet Jack and Sally, I might, I don't think I'll get emotional, but I'll be more excited. Like you will actually see a visible response from me. That'll be nice. <laughs> well, you need to do a cruise. You need to do the uh, Halloween on the high seas cruise because Juliana and I just got off of that ship and we spent real like quality time with Jack and Sally. They spent forever with us. I have them on video sent, giving a message to my kids. We had conversations with them. So it's time. It's time to get we you gotta, on a cruise. We got to get you to meet Jack and Sally. If not a cruise, they would. They were always available for um, not so scary. scary. They were always there. Yeah. But there were long lines for that. So you gotta you gotta do one of those things. And I'm I like to I I don't know. I hate carrying a purse, but since you have to carry a purse, I like to switch them out. And like beginning of football season, I grab my LSU bag. And then middle of September, I'm like, you know what? It's cl close enough to spooky season. It's time to pull out my nightmare before Christmas bag. <laughs> so I've already transitioned that way. <laughs> yes. So I feel like we can't talk about um, Walt um, ghost stories without talking about the possibility of actually us meeting Walt's ghost one day in Disneyland. So I'm always curious about what you would say to him. If you saw him on your next Disney trip, if you turned that light on and he was there and he said, I'm still here, how would you respond? Oh, that's a good question. And that's almost a loaded question, but, <laughs> but I like it. So for me, I'm a huge Walt fanboy. I always talk about Walt in our show or live shows. It just it's the inspiration and it and it drives a lot of us to do these shows. But if Walt had just said, Hey, I'm here, I I don't know if I would freak out. Like I always wanna just want to talk to him. He would totally fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, no, but for me, it would just be like, well, you know, like, you know, these parks are what really make our family and multiple families happy. And, and thank you for your inspirations more than anything. And your, your, your ideas, just if I could take his ghost and say, come ride with me on like, you know, on like rise and I like that and things like that and have him experience the new things and to me that would that would really make my day see I, I love this answer because to me I know that I would have to pick myself up off the floor and mm -hmm. then I would totally be like and then I would <laughs> the only thing I could think of is that afterwards I'd think of all the questions I wanted to ask about the history, but the idea of showing him what his vision led to and experiencing it with him. That's a great idea. There's <laughs> one thing that I've been saying for years on our show, and it's like a tagline. It's I always focus on making memories that last lifetimes. And, and I can't preach that enough because Walt wanted families to have fun at his parks and enjoy those things because he enjoyed his girls and his families. And, and that's where this passion comes from because we all go to Walt Disney world or Disneyland, or for those who are fortunate to go to like Tokyo, Disney or Paris, any of the parks, you know, those are great, but it's all of these places that we can look back on and enjoy, you know, and for us, we go back through all of our, our past trips, photos, and just relive that magic, you know, and, and to have him come back and, and, and I personally believe if, if he could come see the parks today, ghost or whatever, you know, I think he would be happy the way things are because of the families and everybody that works there and the cast members who, who make that magic for all of us to enjoy. I love it. Is there such a thing as a Halloween wish? Can we make a Halloween wish? Like a, like a, like a midnight on Halloween, you blow out a black candle. I mean, I think that, I think that Jack and Sally would fully endorse that idea. Yeah. I think so. I think so. So yeah, we can, well, just all wish for Walt to come back from the dead. Absolutely. <laughs> Creepy. Absolutely. <laughs> but he would have to go collect all of his body parts from yeah. all the different parks. <laughs> <laughs> underneath all of the cornerstones. I mean, he, he knows where again. to look. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very concerned that he won't be able to finish his business because his body is spread out everywhere. <laughs> Got it. Love it. Love it. Well, it was so nice to have you guys. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about all these spooky, creepy Disney things. 
Absolutely. And then some. <laughs> yeah. I, love it. I love it. I love it. So Have please tell us, um, tell our listeners where where they can listen to you guys and, and where they can find you. Well, we are in every single podcast app known to mankind. So we're in all of those. And we also, you can stream our, our shows at our website, DisneyDNAPodcast.com. We've got a lot of content, almost six years of content. We're like in 402 episodes this week. We should be at 403. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, a lot of passion, a lot of Disney, and uh, we both like to to talk about different topics and trip reports. It's just a whole genre of just Disney fun. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you. We will post all of your information in our show notes so that our Mouska fans can find you guys as well. And um, thanks again for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we have to have a Mouska tip. So this week's Mouska tip is pretty easy. Be sure to add all of our guest podcasters to your Disney podcasting lineup, subscribing to their shows and following them on social media. All links will be in our show notes for easy access. Thanks for spending another episode with us. If you've enjoyed another crazy podcast episode with us, please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. It really does help. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U-S-E.